Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. of the Plug and Play Podcast. I am your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, minions. Well, you me this week, anyway. I have actually beside you. Yeah. I mean, we were beside each other last week, too. Sort of. We did the, we did the OMG. We were. I was driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can hear that road noise the whole episode. Yes, it was pretty sweet. Yeah, it was it not too as, bad. It wasn't as noisy as some of our episodes. That's very true. So, um, yeah. So, what have you been up to this week? Did we talk... Enough about what we did on that episode. I feel like we covered the beer part. Do we, we cover what we did afterward? Mm-mm, I don't think so. So. We went to hell. Kind of. We went to. You mean a place they summon hell? I mean, there's a summoning circle on the ceiling. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. like, on the stage. Yeah, the stage was awesome. Cthulhu was, like, in the background. Mm-hmm. I took him to uh, Lovecraft Bar because we drove right by and I'm like, Dude, we gotta go. That's pretty fun. So we went in and had a quick um, coffin. Yeah, you, you jumped in a coffin. I jumped inside of a coffin, laid down for a little bit. Took a little nap. Took a little nap. And we had a quick uh, absinthe cocktail. That was fun. Yeah, I love that bar. So it's a really good bar. It's really creepy. It is. We should go back again and record. It's too loud to record it's in there. It's too loud. It's always loud in there. We should find another bar that's locally around there and go record there, mm-hmm. and then run over there and stop by. Maybe. Yeah, we should. We could do that. So, um, right after that, mm-hmm. after having space beer and going to Lovecraft, I... Um, you jumped on the road again? I did. And you we, just couldn't wait to get on the road again? I drove um, to the beach in the middle of the night and got uh, there. Like, did you go by your, Did you ride by yourself or did one of your kids jump in the car with you? Just me. Um, so I meant I got to listen to whatever I wanted to, which is good. Did you listen to My Favorite Murder? I tried to. Ah, oh, Tim! I, I can't. Oh. I uh, finished up the Spotify. I'm all caught up with the spot, the Scottish podcast, so that's good. Okay, cool. Um, that's basically what I, I finished out. Nice. And I tried. Do you to listen to all the, like the little like hint ones that he's like released and shit too? I like the to dating one, where there's no. like the girl that goes on a date. She's like, hanging oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fan. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. funny. Shit. That character's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it was especially hilarious because in all the previous episodes she's drunk. And in the beginning of that episode, she's sober. Yeah, and then she's drunk by the end of it. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, she is. She's extremely drunk by the end of it. Yeah, that character's awesome. Mm-hmm. Always pissing herself. Or... Jill or Jenny or something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> she's pretty awesome. I love that character. Yeah. Um, God, I can just imagine how she smells. So... Yeah, we got to the beach, like, after one in the morning, it's Lincoln City, um, which won't mean a lot to a lot of you, but, um, about two and a half hours of driving. 
So, you get there like 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like, you guys just check in and then instantly go to bed? Pretty much. Fuck. Yeah, yeah absolutely, actually. Fortunately, they had breakfast till like 10 a.m. Were you there before your family or after your family? I was right behind. I just, I just followed the van. Okay, so the van was in front. Yeah, I mean, I knew, I, I knew the destination in case we got separated, but it actually made it kind of easy for driving down. Just like, I'm going to follow that vehicle. Yeah, no shit. And That's I, cool. That was good. Um, we got there all right, and I, yeah, I felt like I was still driving pretty safe, although I haven't stayed up that late in a while, so I was a little worried about that. No shit. So we had a good time at the beach. Um, had two full days since we went, you know, middle of the night. I had all day Wednesday, all day Thursday, and um, we went to an arcade. Uh, played some Walking Dead. Nice. I saw photos of that. It was expensive. It was a dollar a play. Was I, it like... I threw in like six or seven dollars. So like, was it just like a like a level of the Walking Dead? Or like, did you no. play as like a character out of the Walking Dead? Like some no-name character, yeah. Um, you just... I mean, there's some characters from the show, but... Whatever. You're just like going through all these areas. Clearing zombies. Like Time Crisis or House of the Dead 2. The only like different thing is you're having a crossbow. But you get like eight shots. So you play as Daryl, basically. Kind of. Gotcha. But yeah, you don't have to reload for eight shots. Which that's cool. It's not like any crossbow I've ever seen. Yeah, that's, that's very. And every now and then, every now and then, you get special weapons. Like my favorite was the nail gun. That was, oh, nice. That that's was, cool. That was pretty alright. What was the controller on it? It was like you know your typical light gun game. Oh, okay, so it was like but, a crossbow. But it was a crossbow, and instead of like a pump shotgun or whatever to reload, uh-huh. there was like a crank. Okay. Like a yeah. crossbow would have. Um, which was a little tricky, you, you, but after a while, you got used to f- basically firing with one hand and cranking with the other. Nice. And it was fun. Um, decent graphics. It's definitely a quarter muncher, though. Like, yeah. Like, you couldn't help but get hit, no matter how They had to pay shitload of royalties, so they're like, all right, we're going to have to Yeah, so, this. you know, I, kept, I put in $5 to start, and that didn't last a super long time. I got through, like... I want to say like three and a half stages before I'm okay. just like, oh, this is good. I'm going to just stop paying money now. Yeah, no shit. You're like, all right, I'm, uh, I'm done. Yeah, so the kids were playing other stuff, and we had a drink at the bar. It was nice. I love that arcade. It's right next to the... If you go to Lincoln City, there's two places you have to go, and the Game Over Arcade is one of them, and then there's a pizza place right next door that I can never remember the name of. I want to say it's Galucci's or something like that. But, yeah, those are the two places you need to hit in Lincoln City. Although, I've only been to Lincoln City to drop somebody off and then turn around left, so... Although, every time I drive by, I laugh, because there's a place called the Red Cock. What the hell is the Red Cock? I don't know, but I laugh every time I see the name I'm of Googling it. it. It's probably like an antique or a clothing store, but it's called the Red Cock. What is the Red Cock in Lincoln City? That's a good thing you said in Lincoln City. You're going to get it. A... Here it is. Red Cock Gifts. <laughs> Red Cock Gifts. Red Cock Gifts. It's a gift shop. Let's go to their website. Continue talking, Tim. It's fine. Um... So yeah, we did that the first day. Um, the second day, we kind of just hung out at the hotel most of the time. Yeah, it's literally just like a handmade like gift shop of like hippie bags, shirts, jewelry, and home accessories. And cock rings. And cock rings. Yeah, it has cock rings. Don't forget about um, the cock rings. The kids love the pool. They went to the pool multiple times. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I found a little secret. It's like off to the side, there's this gate, and then it went through this little tiny path to... Um, a bench on the edge of a cliff and me and the wife took a bottle of wine there and watched the sunset and that was nice. Where did the kids go? Uh, they're in the room playing. Fuck them. Whatever. They were fine. We could text them. Yeah. Just so you guys know, there is a red cock uh, vodka that they sell there. Okay. 
You can uh, suck on a red cock. You can suck on a red cock. So, um, yeah, that was really good. It was Sweet. too short, though. They got to stay till Sunday. I had to leave Friday morning. It's, How was that drive? It was actually fine. Okay. There was no traffic. Um, I had an extra half hour. I gave myself 45 extra minutes from the time the normal trip would be. Yeah. And I had more than a half hour. Okay. So, um, it was Friday before Veterans Day. Yeah. So, I think a lot of people weren't working that day. Yeah, a lot of days off. So, the traffic through Portland was just fine. Sweet. And I got back all right. But it was kind of a bummer. Like, the rest of the family got to have Hang more out. time. Did they, what else did they do after you left? I mean... Just played board games or read. Just, you know, chilled. Yeah. So, that was nice, though. That's good. Two-day vacation for me, five-day for them. Yeah, I mean, take it where you can get it, I guess, right? Yep. So. What about you? What did you want to do? I've been sick as fuck. I'll take a two-day vacation over that. Yeah, so I had a temp of, like, 102... It was, like, unable to move uh, Thursday, and then Friday, like, Wednesday, I went to work, and I was like, oh, I don't feel the best, and, like, as the day went on, like, my throat got, like, more and more swollen, and, like, I started sweating, and then I got home and slept on the couch, because whenever I get sick, I just sleep downstairs just to try to, like, get myself away from the family, um, and my son had already been sick, um, and then I got sick. And then Thursday, it was just, like, the wife had to go to work for half a day. So, like, me, like, trying to, like, army crawl around the house and try to, like, follow my son to make sure he's, like, doing okay and get him the stuff he needs. And then um, Friday, I was sick as fuck. And Saturday, I started to feel a little bit better. Um, Sunday. Sunday, I felt a lot better. Um, sorry, I just got a message that Facebook, s my messenger just sent a message. Your messenger sent a message? Yeah. That's dumb. Your well, messenger... the thing is, is that I haven't sent any messages, so what's it doing on behalf of me while I'm not online? Took it up for you. Apparently. Um, that's weird. Anyways, so then, um, we also kind of redid my office. We didn't really redo it, we no, continued. It looks, nice. yeah, it looks nice in here. He's got yeah. shelves everywhere with all sorts of knickknacks. He's got um, his hob posters framed up. And yep. I need to put mine up still. I need hooks. I'm going to ask you what, you what you did for hooks later. Okay. Uh, command strips. Okay. So, that's what I did anyways. Um, yeah, so that's what I did this weekend. Okay. Um, but have you been playing any games, Tim? I have. I, I tried to play one game, and okay. I just bounced right off of it. Um, I bought Assassin's Creed Origins for 25 bucks. Oh, shit, you bounced right off of it? I think I didn't give it enough time. I only had, like, 45 minutes to play. Okay. And it doesn't it does not grab you right away. Like, you start out... like I heard it's, like, an hour and a half to two hours before, like, it starts it, to grab It opens you. up really weird. You're, like, in the middle of a tomb, and you're looking around, like, what is this, Tomb Raider? Like, I don't That's know. That's weird. It just did not initially grab me, so I need more time to sit down with it, because it, I was just like, okay, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, it just it totally did not grab me. Huh, that's really weird. Yeah. Um, it sucks that it, that it takes long to grab somebody, though. Yeah, especially with a big budget game like that. Yeah. But, whatever, I'm not completely giving up on it, I just, for this week, I was like, uh, well, I'm going to do something else now. <laughs> um, I got a code for Rive, and that is a game that... I should have heard about it, but I really haven't. It's apparently an indie that's been in development since Wii U. Never heard of it. Right, and we've gone to the Nindies events like two yeah. in a row now. Never um, seen it, never heard of it. So it's cool. It's like a side-scrolling action game. Um, 
in like the classic sense, you're like this grizzled dude that sort of looks like you, basically. Sweet. Like, just Brett. I like people that look like me. Like, there's this drone that keeps trying to talk to him to help him. He's just like, fuck off. He not only shoots it. (laughs) And finally the drone comes back like three different drones, like regenerating, and finally puts a force field up. Like, calls him, calls him angry man. Oh, my God. But you're piloting this uh, spider tank. Okay. Which is animated really cool. So it's got, like, six little legs. Okay. And um, sometimes you'll go outside in space, and it'll be zero G, and then it becomes, like, a twin-stick shooter. Huh. Like, if you, you know, if he puts your stick in one direction, you go that direction. Yeah. Other stick controls the fire. And then you'll go inside the ship where there's gravity, and then, boom, you're, like, more like platforming. Okay. And it's really... Um, so for, not my style of game. Not at all, but it looks really cool. Um... Take a two-second peek at the quick look I put up when you ever get a chance. Okay. It looks pretty. You'll at least appreciate that. Yeah. There's lots of explosions. Sweet. I'll appreciate that, too. Yeah. So just take a quick peek at it. Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, the stages are designed really cool. Like, it's not just straightforward, like, run through this, run through that. Like, sometimes you'll have to go through, the, like, sewer pipes, and, like, enemies will be chasing you, so they'll have to, like, be shooting behind you while you're running forward, or there'll be lava nice. pouring down the tubes after you, and you have to go really fast. Um, there's lots of little mini boss battles. It mixes it up a lot. And you get power ups, different weapons. Um, you can hack at some point. You have this scanner beam that can open switches, but later you get like modules that let you hack. So, like some of the robots flying around, you'll hack them. Like, there's a nurse drone that will like feed you health. Oh, that's kind of cool. Or they're like turrets that will like, follow you and shoot with you. Yeah. Cool stuff like that. Just huh. really, it's really neat. It's definitely like old school, but it has, you know, modern graphics and it plays really tight. I think it's 60 frames a second, 1080p the whole way through. Jesus. It looks really smooth. Um, I don't know if that'll come across in the video, but like playing it, it's it just looks really... It, the controls are tight. It's a lot of fun. Huh. So I am enjoying that. The other game I've been waiting for for a long time, I think four packs ago? Um, maybe... I think it's four packs ago. I played a demo of a game called Valhalla. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or VA Hall. That's, like, that's like the weird bartender... Yes, like, so in this game, it's game, kind, of right? a, kind of the anime aesthetic. Um, and it's sort of a visual novel, but instead of like dialogue choices, you just make drinks for people. Because you play as a bartender named Jill in this um, kind of um, cyberpunk future. It's not entirely clear. There's a name of a city, but it's a fake city. Okay. And it's, like, um, run by corporations. The corporations have, like, this, um, this is all the background that you, you kind of hear about when the, the people come in. Basically, though, it's a bar, like, like, if it was a futuristic anime that the characters would go to after work. And you're just hearing them, like, gossip and shoot the shit and stuff. Right, like, and they say, like, really, really fucked up stuff. Like, whoever the writer is is really good. Like, the people coming in... Have like, a story to tell. Have a story to tell, and they're saying really messed up things. They're assholes, or not all of them are assholes, but when they're assholes, they're really assholes. Oh, shit. Like, the kind of dialogue you just don't see in video games a lot. Yeah. And like you said, like, you don't have any dialogue choices. Like, your your bartender just responds, but you can choose, like, what you make them to drink. So, they'll ask for something, you decide if you give it to them or not. Oh, shit. Or you can make them drink stronger, get them drunk. Yeah. That kind of thing. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, in between like, sessions, you're, like, playing on your phone, that's how you save the game. Nice. And plus, there's, like, a, you can scroll, there's, like, news stories, it tells you a little bit about the city life outside. Huh. Um, your bartender character gets, like, you know, between shifts. Gets, like, a text message or something? Um, that hasn't happened yet, but I'll bet it will. But I was gonna say, you get to go shopping. Oh, that's kinda cool. Buy, and then you have your, and there's a little picture of your apartment, and whatever you buy will show up in your apartment. And, like, at one point, it, it said, uh, your character will be distracted unless you get this, um, 
holographic potted plant she's been thinking about. So I bought her the potted plant and showed up. And whatever. It's just got yeah. little, little neat touches like that. And the characters are, are well written, like I said. And it's mm. a lot of fun. And I've decided to play this game in a unique way. Okay. It's on my Vita. Um, it did come out on Steam a while ago, and I, I booted it up and played, like, one little part of it. But then I put it away, because I want to play on my Vita. Um, first of all, the drink-making part is better when you swipe the ingredients to the mixer. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's just better. It feels better than a mouse, although it works fine on a mouse, but it just feels better on a touchscreen. So it should be a Switch game, is what you're saying? If it was being in development or right now, I would say yes, but for as long as it's been development, I'm... <laughs> Get out of development, just call it, call your loss and... Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm glad it did finally come out. Yeah. And I have a Vita, so why not? Um, my Vita is more portable than my Switch. Like, I can put it in my coat pocket. I can't do that with my Switch. Mm. Which brings me to the way I want to play this game. I'm only going to play it in bars. That's kind of cool. So I started out playing it at uh, Tanuki, which I told you about, which is this weird um, hole-in-the-wall bar in Portland. Oh, it's a yeah. sake bar that yeah. has omakase. Yeah. You pretty much have to know it's there because there's only like a tiny sign on the door. Otherwise, you'd walk right by it. Yeah. Um, that was the first time I booted up. Today, I played a little more at uh, Crave. Oh, yeah? Um, and I'm through the first day of service. I'm Did you sure. have dinner by yourself? I've done that the last four weeks. Oh, cool. Yeah, before I come record. Um, so I'm going to try to play through it in the bar. Cause, just because. Yeah. Hell, that's a good place to play it. Yeah. Did you, you should let the developer know that's what you're doing. I, okay. I mean. I mean, I follow him on Twitter. That's where I got the code from. Yeah, that's, you probably should let them know. How about they'll find that very entertaining. I think so. So, they may maybe take like a photo of you playing like in a different bar like every time. You know, it's a little too late for that now, but. Well, start over again, Tim, damn it. <laughs> Go back, recreate it. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I've been playing. Okay. Um, what about you? Uh, I've been playing Fizz again. Okay. So it's just that mobile beer brewery game. Um, I was having a lot of fun with it up until like I finally like got the next like level of brewery and like nothing really changed except for now the story mode's like progressing faster and it's like all of a sudden the city's like really proud of its like up and coming breweries, which is like what our town is, you know, like. Sure. City is like pretty proud of that. Wasn't there like a main competitor to you? Yeah, there is. There, is there still just one? Yeah, and it's still the same guy, Babua or something like that. And uh, now the mayor has like, we will give you state of the art brewing technology if you can do complete these goals. And it's like a race between me and him to get to these goals. And I was like, fuck! Like I just want to sit here and make beer, like sell at the different stores, make a profit. And, like, learn, like, cool little secrets. And, like, progress the story as I want to progress it. Like, let me let me sell enough beer to buy the state-of-the-art players or something like that. Mm. But now, like, I feel like I have to make, like, I have to make specific drinks to sell these to, to these specific markets to get a specific amount of profit. And I'm like, I don't fucking want to do this anymore. So I kind of quit the past two days. Kind of sucks. I was having a lot of fun with it. Um... But other than that, man, I've just been so sick, I really did not get off the couch, like, all weekend, um, other than to do my office. So, uh, I didn't really get to play anything. I did, um, review a mouse, which we're going to talk about for Tech Talk, so that was part of uh, my weekend. I seem to make a video for it, and then it's done and ready to go, so. Do you think that video will be done? This weekend. Well, by the time the podcast releases. Possibly. How long will it be? Like five minutes, but it wouldn't translate the audio. Okay. 
So, because it's going to be a lot of like, this is what I'm doing, and like, then like a mouse down at the bottom showing the effect and stuff like that. So, All right. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Well, speaking of tech talk, you ready? Head in? Yeah, let's do some tech talk. All right, let me grab the box for it, guys. He's grabbing the box. So I can't grab the mouse because the mouse is actually my preferred mouse right now. Okay. Um, but what we're talking about here is the Gandius Zeus P1 RGB. I don't believe we spoke about this one. I think we talked about the HyperX uh, FPS. This one's brought to us by Gandius. Um, the really cool thing about this is it's a dual level RGB. So you can see the LG or the RGB colors across the arc of it, mm -hmm. and around the base of it as well as as well as on the scroll wheel. And does it really display multiple different colors at the same time? It does, and it does a rainbow effect. Um, there's like eight. Um, there's like eight units of RGB built around each layer or each level of RGB. Mm -hmm. So you can change the upper half and like the bottom half in sync. Um, so you can have like green, or you know you can do red, white, blue, red, white, blue, all the way around it. Um, whole bunch of options for that. You can do. Uh, like right now, I have a rainbow gradient effect that goes from the front to the back um, on the top and the lower level um, equally. But you can also do it the reverse effect so that the top starts one color and then the bottom will follow like the rainbow effect down. So instead of going front to back or back to front, you can do up and down also RGB lighting effects, which is pretty cool um, just in a stylistic aspect. Um, is there motion or does it stay static? Um, there's a whole bunch of options for it. So you can make your mouse have a little mini rave, basically? Um, I don't think you can set the music, which no, is... Oh, I mean, but you can have, like, oh, yeah. cycling colors. Oh, yeah, you can have cycling as many colors as you want. So you can, like, trip out watching your mouse. Oh, yeah. Sweet. So, um, it also has 12,000 DPI, so there's a DPI, um, actually pre-programmed these up and down arrows. Mm -hmm. Um, you can go up and you can go down. So is it like a slider or is it presets? It's uh, presets. So I'm trying to look that up really quick. I can't remember exactly what they jump at the range of. That's fine. How many, um, how many uh, buttons do you got on it? It has eight programmable buttons, which is a nice number. Um, so it's a nice form factor. It's actually a little bit bigger than the Gamdius. Oh, shit. What was it? It has a kind of scroll wheel or something in the middle? Yeah. Cool. Um, it's got the scroll wheel with the clickable scroll wheel in the middle. Three buttons right behind the scroll wheel, two buttons on the left side of the mouse or thumb rest, and then the left and right click. Um, it's got a nice texturized rubber pad on the uh, on both sides of it, and it fits perfectly in my hand, so it's pretty sweet. Um, I really enjoy it. So how many different mice are you t testing out right now? So, so... Three or four? I think three. Okay. Would you say this is the front rider right now? Right now. So... Um, actually, I would say indefinitely correct. This would be the front runner currently. So. Is, it, um, is it the colors or the fact that it fits your hand well? The fact that it actually fits my hand very well. There's one mouse I have not even tried yet, and that's the Logitech G603. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be coming out um, hopefully this weekend. I'll be swapping out over to the Logitech um, stuff and be done with Gambius for right this second and then move over to the Logitech reviews. Um, but yeah, so right now I'm really loving this Gambia Zeus P1 RGB. Um, yeah, it's really nice. I really like it. And it glides really smoothly over the mouse pad. So, cool. yeah, it's got really nice sliders on it. So, sweet. Yeah. So, you ready for a break? Yeah, let's take a little break. All right, we'll be right back, guys.
And we are back. Tasty treats in hand. So this one is one that I've been trying to get us to drink for a couple weeks, and I keep forgetting to put it out. Okay. So I prefer it a little bit more room temp, a little bit of chill. So it's still got a little bit of chill to it, but um, it's more definitely room temperature. Yeah. So this is uh, from Barelick Brewing Company um, out of Portland, Oregon. This is a Woodworker Barrel Age Series 2017 Black Grove Imperial American Stout aged in bourbon barrels. Those are three of my favorite words. Yep. Darker than midnight with notes of bitter cocoa, back stra- black strap molasses, and vanilla. Molasses. It's, molasses. It's got a rich malt character, a medium hop character, and a overall bitter balance. Um, so this is a one pint... Um, 9.1 alcohol by volume, and... So it's one pint, not 22 ounces. One pint, not 22 ounces. That means you have to split a half and half. That's right. Alright, it's half a glass, right? Your glass is 16 ounces, same as the bottle. Ears. Tension is mounting. Tension is mounting. It is really dark. It looks like oil. It looks like motor oil. I mean, maybe I'm feeding you motor oil. No, it's so. Okay, watch your arm. I'm setting them down there so that. No, I don't know if that's even yet. Okay. Just worry about the couch supporting it, right? It'll be fine. As I spill it. You totally, it was swing. Alright, looks good. Cheers. Cheers. That's doing good. It's really good. I really like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the one that we found at Magic Night. We all drove down to Northwest with Liquid Gold. And bought out their whole entire supply of every single bottle they had. It was like over like three hundred or four hundred dollars worth of beer that we all dropped on the one credit card. So it's Woodworker. Woodworker. Hi. By Barelick Brewing. How do you spell Barelick? B. B a e r l i c. Cool. All right. Well, now that we have our tasty treat, you ready to kick it? Let's kick it. Tim, why don't you kick us off this week? All right, this week I am introducing to you the Game Show. Um, I believe it launched either today or... Um, or yesterday. Or yesterday. Not very long, um, because a lot of the early birds are still available as we're recording. Probably not when you hear this, unfortunately. Um, so the Game Show is compact, slim, and designed with plug-and-play modules. Nice. It allows you to play retro games, modify your crate games, and do it yourself and many more. So I'm going to let them introduce it, and then we'll talk about it. All right. This is Game Show. It's a game console that's modular, portable, and open source. So you can do all kinds of cool stuff. Take Jackie, for example. Hi. 
she uses it to play indie games, like the classic platformer Cave Story. And with GameShell's expandable memory slot, she can download thousands of more titles online. When Jackie's feeling nostalgic, she can also run emulators on her game shell. Unlike a slippery touchscreen, the classic controller layout is perfect for retro gaming. Or you could be like Tom. He likes to mod his games, like adding in cheat codes or new character models. He's even working on developing his own game for Game Show. It's a prequel to Tetris. You can use Python, C, Lisp, or any other language. And for makers like William, Game Show is an all-in-one dev kit that runs GNU Linux. Each kit comes with an ARM-based dev board, an Arduino-compatible programmable keypad, a 2.7-inch screen, a 1,050 mAh battery, and a stereo speaker. You can choose from six different case colors, and with our STL file, you can even 3D print your own. With GameShell's plug-and-play modules, Will doesn't waste any time searching for compatible parts. Everything just works right out of the box. Then he just writes his code on PC or Mac, and he can upload it wirelessly through a Wi-Fi connection. GameShell can become a Wi-Fi speaker, a controller for your robot, a smart home remote, and even an 8-bit synthesizer. The possibilities are endless. From the beginnings of gaming to the future of hardware, GameShell is with you wherever you want to go. So as you guys heard, it is um, kind of a plastic shell that you can open and you put these different modules in, like there's a like a controller module, there's the, the brains, there's a battery module, and you can also take parts out and like program them and use them for other um, other uses. So you if you're like if you like to tinker with code, you can use this as like a remote for something nice. or or you can just use it as an emulator and play games on it. I like that too. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of versatile that way. It looks like a Game Boy, like the original Game Boy. Nice. Like the old one looked like a brick, mm -hmm. like a green screen. But it does have a full color screen. Um, and as I said, it can run emulators. They're also making games uh, specifically for it. So, it's so got, this is kind of like an Ardu board. It is, but bigger and it can... More advanced. Yeah, it can run more software. The Ardu boy is, is limited, which is, which is cool in its own way, but... Um, so I think they're doing Doom and Cave Story as launch games for this. Cave Story sounds very familiar. Yeah, um, it's an indie game, and th those are both open. I think gonna be think gonna be free with the system. Hmm. Um, so anyway, right now they're asking for uh, fifty thousand dollars. They've already got eighty one thousand five hundred thirty five with thirty three days to go. Um, the backing levels, the early bird I was talking about, this probably not when you hear this, unfortunately. Is saving fifty dollars off of the hundred thirty nine for eighty nine dollars. You get the super early bird, um, which gives you the game shell, micro SD card with OS and games, clockwork T shirt, and logo sticker. So you actually get a T shirt and sticker too. It's kind of cool. Um, there's the super early bird special, which is the same thing except you get to choose a different color for the shell: um, white, yellow, red, um, and then the three colors for the rear shell, which are gray, orange, and blue, instead of just white and gray, which are like the classic Game Boy colors. Um, 109 is normal early bird, um, sort of same thing. Early bird special, 119, when the super early birds run out. Um, for early bird, you can get two for 200. Um, there's a 10 pack for 890, that's the biggest level. Uh, super early bird 10 pack. 10 game shells, 10 micro and two, 10 stickers, no t shirts with that one. So if you get $900 to throw away, yeah. 
So it's a cool concept. Um, there's definitely been a lot of these things coming out recently, but this, the modular aspect is especially appealing. If your battery goes bad, you can swap it out, for example. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a rechargeable battery, but still. Yeah. Um, interesting. Take a look. It's called Game Shell, and it just launched. You should have plenty of time to check it out. Sweet. What do you got for us, Zach? Um, so actually, you picked this one out. I was actually going to do yours. That's funny. Yeah, I was actually looking at it. Um, and then I just said, fuck it, Tim already found one for me. So, um, Cadaver's Revenant. Cadav uh, cadavers. Uh, is high school cadavers? Yeah. Oh, okay. I would think you would know cadavers. No. It means dead I mean, body. I know what they are. I usually just call it the, I know, I'm shocked you've never used that word in a sentence before. No, I... Cadaver. I, use them, I call them by their name after I'm done with them. This is Bob. This is Bob. This is Jim. Jim's an asshole. Jim was an asshole. Jim was an asshole. Jim was. Yep, it's always was in past tense. Anyways, we all know monsters live in the dark, but what if they also drank in your local bar, shopped in your local supermarkets, and lived in the house next door? And what if, what if? they were still dangerous, still powerful, and still monsters? So, Cadaver's Revenant is a tale of the creepiest and most disgusting member of a team of supernatural outcasts set in the world just like ours, but where undead monsters attempt to coexist with the rest of humanity. Um, so, I'm going to go ahead and let them talk about it really quick. Cadaver's Revenant is the new project for Mad Robot Comics, and it's by far our most ambitious undertaking to date. We follow the story of a supernatural outcast, the cadaver known as Revenant. Revenant's ability to piggyback on dead or dying bodies and remake herself from any organic material around provides us with a great starting point for a highly visual, action-packed story. It also gives us the opportunity to focus on the more disgusting applications of Revenant's powers. All set against a backdrop of conspiracy, intrigue and betrayal. Cadavers reunites the writer-artist team of Matt Hardy and Edward Bentley for a project they're calling their finest work to date. We hope you will join us for a monster of a story. Alright guys, so the 40-page monster of a book follows Revenant as she utilizes her unusual power set to infiltrate the home of a man seeking to exploit her kind. That is right, she is going to grind, chomp, and fuck her way. No, I'm just kidding. No, she's probably not going to have sex with him. But have you seen pictures of her? No. Scroll down. I yeah, mean... That's her. She can give you one hell of a bony hand job. Boner. Boner. Anyways, um, we're going to jump over to the backing level, guys. They're looking for 3,000... What the hell? What's wrong? Oh. They're looking for $3,286. They currently have $3,836 with 128 backers 15 days ago. So this is coming out of Worthing, UK. Um, and obviously this is backed. Um, so I'm going to give you US dollar amounts. 
For $4, you can dip your toe in the water with a digital version. Um, $9 gets you a 40-page physical copy of Cadaver's Revenant, your choice of regular or variant cover. Um, uh, I don't want to know how much shipping would cost on that. Uh -huh. I think it tells you when you back it. Okay. $16 is the highest backing level. Um, and let us shoulder the burden as you catch up on past issues. All three issues, Cadaver, Cadaver Revenant, Poltergeist and Doppelganger. Um, so apparently, there's this is a whole other series, mm -hmm. and that is again sixteen U.S. dollars. This is a physical for Revenant, and you also get digital of everything as well. Um, have your name listed as a scary backer in the book as well. Cool. Uh, yep. Um, I'm trying to see. If there's like oh, there was a fifty-nine dollar version. Um, Twister arm for the good stuff, signed issues, hand-drawn art, cadaver t-shirt, full set of trading cards, and all digital love. There was another $59, $112. They're, they're all sold out. Hold on, there's another $112, $112, $112, $329. So the big granddaddy was $329 US dollars. Be the brains of the operation and go to the head of the class. Ed will design a cadaver based on you, which will appear in the issue four. Plus everything else, including your Revenant Pop, vinyl, yeah, cool. This is the Mother Loader Reward Pledge. Includes be bought, brought, uh, be bought to life. They spelled that one wrong. I'm not reading that wrong. Bought, B-O-U-G-H-T, to life as a cadaver for issue four by artist Ed Bentley. Own the original design art of your character. Custom Revenant pop, pop Vinyl, 40-page Revenant, signed by Bob, both writer and artist, not Bob writer. I thought I was going to say Bob Ross. Cadaver Revenant Variant Arts, signed by both writer and artist. Dedication and thanks as a top backer on the credits page. Um, limited edition Cadaver t-shirts. Full set of seven Cadaver double-sided trading card. Physical copy of Cadaver Doppelganger and Poltergeist. Cadaver Revenant Doppelganger and Poltergeist Digital and Revenant desktop wallpaper. There was two of those available and they are both gone. So the best bundle you can get now is just the four comics, both digital and... Yeah, and... Uh, or is it four or three? There is three total. Three, okay. And it's $16. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm wondering what shipping would cost, so actually I'm going to go ahead and click on that. Okay. And let's see... Uh, pledge amount, 19 pounds... Uh, actually, hold on. Let's. I have a Kickstarter app. What's this thing called again? Revit or Cadaver? Cadaver. Cadaver's colon Revenant. Cadaver's colon. That <laughs> just sounds awful. Cadaver Doppelganger. Oh, jeez. Um. So, just a funny side note. Poltergeist was one hundred forty-seven percent funded. Doppelganger was one hundred eighty-seven percent funded. Mm -hmm. Um, so this has a following. This has a following, but I also, I'm not, oh, there it is right there, 15 days ago. Um, back this project. Sorry. And Zach just bought it. And I am back. I'll take the digital. As I said, I'm going to back it, but I'm not going to get all three of them, right? Mm-hmm. How much is the shipping? So I'm looking for. Oh my God, people are dying right now waiting for you to tell them what the shipping is. Shipping cost is... Is... 
Doesn't fucking tell me. Oh my god. Uh, your payment method will not be charged at this time if project is successful. If under about twenty-five dollars. So nine dollars. It's a lot for shipping. That is a lot for shipping. But it's probably international, unfortunately. It is international. It's coming from the UK. All right. So. So that's cadavers colon revenant. Sounds good, guys. Um, well, I don't know if I should bag it or not for twenty-five bucks. Yeah. So. We talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. I'd buy the digital. Alright, well, Tim, you want to talk about some video game news? Yep, let's do some video game news. Alright, video game company Electronic Arts now has the most downvoted comment in Reddit history. And that, that's saying something. I mean... Reddit's had some downvoted I mean, comments before. I'm kind of sad it took them this long to get there, though. Yeah. Um, so the EA is coming out with a new Battlefront game. And, and they also are owned by Origin, and they just bought out fucking some... Wait, Origin owns EA? I thought it was the other way around. Or EA Origin. EA, yes, yeah. EA owns Origin. Yeah, and on top of that, EA just bought out uh, Visceral Studios. No, they closed. Or no, they, they closed. closed Visceral and they bought somebody. I can't remember the, the Titanfall people. Titanfall people, yeah. The disc is back there. You can check the company. That's true. Um, okay. So to unlock like big characters like Luke or Vader, you have to either like play for forty hours or um, pay like a certain amount of money to open them as rewards. That's fucking stupid. So what people are calling pay to win. So most games don't take that much time just to complete, and this is just to unlock characters. Someone calculated the amount of time it would take to unlock everything in the game, and it comes to four thousand five hundred and twenty-eight hours, or twenty-one hundred dollars. If you paid for all the features instead. That's fucking bullshit. And there's a Reddit post titled, Seriously, I paid $80 to have Vader unlocked. Got, or locked. Because you get a special edition of the game, and it still doesn't come with any of the, the, the like, cool characters. That's fucking stupid. Like, okay, you get a normal edition of the game. Okay, maybe expect to spend time to unlock a character. You spend another $20, you'd expect to get an, Something. Unlo an unlocked character? No. You get cards that will boost those characters once you finally do unlock them. Alright, so this guy, um, you know, complained about it, and then someone with the account name on Reddit, EA Community Team, posted the following. The intent is to provide players with a sense of pride and accomplishment for unlocking different heroes. As for cost, we selected initial values based upon data from open beta and other adjustments made to milestone rewards before launch. Among other things, we're looking at an average per player credit earn rates on a daily basis. We'll be making consummate adjustments to ensure that players have challenges are compelling, rewarding, and of course attainable via gameplay. We appreciate the candid feedback and the past communities put forth around the current topics here on Reddit, our forums, and across numerous social media outlets. Our team will continue to make changes and monitor community feedback and update everyone as soon as often as we can. So, within 24 hours, that BS post was downvoted more than 200,000 times. Holy shit. As the time of the article that this I'm reading from, it has been downvoted 678,000 times. And this article was written on the 15th at 3.31 p.m. So it's, I'm sure... That was today. Yeah. So... Like at 3.31 p.m.? Over a half million times. 3.31 was only like seven hours ago. So, like, I've just been convinced to never buy this game, like... Well, I never bought the first one. Oh, yeah, you don't care about Star Wars, but 
Like, like shooters though. Yeah, but if you cared about Star Wars, you I played you, the beta you, game. You'd want to play as Han Solo. Or I did beta. play as Han Solo, and I was fucking stupid. Okay. Well, anyway, it would take. I was like, I'm fucking Han Solo. No. Would you want to pay, play forty hours to be able? Fuck no! I wouldn't want to play five minutes. Yeah, they they do. Whatever. So yeah, I'm done with Battlefront. Your Battlefront sucked the first time around. I only bought Battlefront because it was yeah, on the, sale. The cool VR thing was. And it was literally on sale for ten bucks. Yeah. Although it was weird, you had to ask for the correct edition at GameStop to get it for ten bucks. Otherwise, it was like thirty. It was really weird. It was really weird. And this is that's brand, It was a brand new game, but I had to ask like no, and it rang it up for thirty. I'm like no, that's not. I'm like, is there another edition of the game? Oh yeah, there's this new edition. I'm like, I want that one. Oh, that'll be nine ninety nine, sir. So GameStop was trying to pull a switch on me too. It's sketchy. I hate when games are sketchy. Alright. So let's move on from that to other sketchy Jesus. business. Let's go to some Welcome fake... Welcome to Mother Russia. Let's go to some fake news. Jesus. So, <laughs> Russia is, is, you know, doing their... They're doing way better than we are as far as, like, their whole cyber um, warfare on us. Yeah, they're doing fucking awesome. Um, so they, they're trying to say that we're helping ISIS, and they, uh... Well, okay. But, I mean, Tim, we are. So Tim, I Russian, saw the video that Russia put out. We're right. helping ISIS. Russian Defense Ministry put out an image of like three jeeps following like an American jeep or something like in like, yeah. FLIR like yeah. black and white. Well, it turns out that you can get that exact same image from a video game. No, you can't. No, yes, you no, can. no, no. We're helping ISIS, Tim. No. Russia said that we're helping ISIS. We're helping ISIS. Goddamn it. Fake news. No, yeah. Russia doesn't lie. They do. No, they don't. They do. They, they, do. Got, they got caught in it. There's side by side screen caps from a video game and the Which one there. Which video game was it? Um, I'm I'm kind of having trouble because it's behind a paywall. Uh, um, what? Washington Post, I'll get grades out. Oh, Jesus Christ! If you can do it really fast. Uh, you fucking kidding me? No. Fake news. It's fake news. I just thought that was funny that um, the fake news machine in Kremlin was using photos from video games and they got caught. I was by. Uh, while playing AC-130 Gunship Simulator Special Ops Squadron... Which is not a game I've heard of. No, me either. Uh, it was released in 2015 by Byte Conveyor Game Studio. The game but developed... I saw the side-by-side. -side. ...for smartphones and shown in videos posted by what appears to be known defunct by the now-defunct company. It allows users to s destroy enemy vehicles. From the controls of the AC-130, the military's go-to aircraft for air close... For close air support and ground striking. Washington Post loves me. I got no fucking paywall. No. That's Duh. weird. That's fucking weird. Um, okay, so last thing I have, we like to mention Humble Bundles that are, like, noteworthy. Humble Bundles. I think this one's really cool. Okay, this is a special... I'm see if I need to buy it. Well... I like spending money. Okay, well, it's 30 bucks. We should go in on it together, because I have some of these games. Um, but what's cool about it is 100%, usually Humble Bundle is kind of split between developers and a charity. This one is 100% to a charity, and it's because of all of the natural disasters in the world. Oh, shit. So hurricanes in the Caribbean and Texas, wildfires in California, earthquakes in Mexico, in the wake of multiple large-scale natural disasters, and the increasing effects of climate change, we humbly recognize the responsibility of the global community. So you just pick a charity and go? Um, no, it'll be split equally uh, between Direct Relief, the American Red Cross, Global Giving, Save the Children... Doctors Without Borders, which is a super cool organization. Um, what if we don't want to save the children, though? 
I don't think you get to choose on this one. You usually get to choose the split. This one, they split They split it equally between the ones I just mentioned. Don't make me feel too good I'm not too keen on the Red Cross anymore, but I'm totally up for uh, yeah, Red Doctors Cross of Borders. Fucking stupid. Um, so here's the games, and you'll recognize them if you've been listening to us for a while, a lot of them. Um, Starbound, Darkest Dungeon, Minecraft Story Mode, Stardew Valley, Move or Die. Stardew Valley. Uh, which console is it for? Steam, I'm assuming. Yeah, these are all Steam. Steam, okay. Uh, Move or Die, Duck Game, Her Story, She Remembers Caterpillars, Stronghold Legends, Dread Out, Pony Island. That's the weird game we played um, in the indie room where like Satan starts talking to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm play that. I need to get to that. Mighty number nine, uh, the Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing, which is actually a lot of fun. It's like a Diablo game, but with like Van Helsing. Hmm. Arma, Gold Edition, uh, Grey Goo, Sorcerer King Rivals, Shadowrun Returns, um, I'm not sure how you pronounce that, Kulat. Yeah, it's Kulat. Uh, Jessica Brown played that for Butt Smashers Review. Kulat, Kulat. Primal, Primal Carnage Extinction. Uh, this one I want to play, Lakeview Cabin Collection. What? Oh, Jesus. Uh, the park, which also looks awesome. Is that a fucking squirrel? Uh-huh. Like oh, it, with glowing red eyes. And behind amusement park. Uh, Magica, which I think I remember something about. Machinarium, Jump Stars, Fearless Fantasy, No Time to Explain Remastered, and Psychonauts. So just as a game package. There's only one game in there I really want that I don't already have. Arma. But it's not Arma 2, I don't think. Yeah, so it's probably not a good deal for you, but it's cool that they're doing this to help, is. help out. Um, there has been a lot of environmental tragedies this year. I'd also like to say, Q, if you're listening, there's six days, 14 hours, 10 minutes, and 10, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 7 seconds left on the Humble Bundle comic book bundle entitled Sex and Science, and it's totally a Q comic book like thing girls ass cheeks are hanging out on all the covers so cute there you go alright add that to the spank bank that's all I got for news uh, it's time for my favorite part game releases and there's actually a lot here that I'm interested in so we'll see if I come across one I'm interested in I'll tell you Rhyme Nintendo Switch it's kind of a Zelda like game I think we got like asked if we wanted to review it I Applied for it. I haven't got to hurt her back okay, I did not apply for it because I knew I didn't have enough time. I don't either, but I still want it. Yeah. Little Dude 2 Plus? Another Zelda game. Is that on Switch? Yeah. Okay. It didn't say, so... I totally did on accident. Oh. Bioshock 10th Anniversary PS4 Xbox One. I think that's a lot of Bioshock's games, isn't it? All three? I believe it's the first three, yeah, with all have the DLCs. Played I play... I... I own them. Okay. I have not played them. I played the first one for like a while, but it first came out like when I was like in middle school. No, like. Holy crap, you're in middle school? Freshman in high school. Okay. Sophomore in high school. So I didn't really have a PC that could really run it very well. Um, and that's where it was on. Demon Gaze 2, Vita, PS4, PSN, V. My PlayStation Network or Vita. Um, I think that the Bot Smashers is covering. What the fuck is PSNV? Vita. It says Vita. I don't know, PlayStation Network then. It's fucking weird. You sure you didn't mean to put like a PSVR? No, it's not a VR game. Okay. LA Noir, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. I think the Switch version is different than the other two. I believe you're right. I think that has 
like, uh, I I'm think... Gonna, I'm going to read reviews for that. I'm wondering if it's a more condensed... I think they cut out a bunch of the blue in it. That would actually appeal to me, because I never finished it back in the day. I think it, I think the Switch version, if if you listen to the Giant Beast cast, I want to say it was... I listened to six episodes of Giant Bomb and six episodes of Giant I'm going to be Beast checking out the reviews for the different versions of that, because I never finished that game. Um, I think I put... Played on Xbox 360, if I remember right. Hmm. And it was interesting, but the interrogations were really weird. I think the Switch made the interrogation like even better also. Like the choices. Um, the Blob comes out on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, ben 10, PS4, Nintendo Switch. Rocket League, Nintendo Switch, is official on every single console there is. Uh, current gen console, I should say. Batman Telltale Series, Nintendo Switch, Valhalla, Cyberpunk Bar Tender, Vita, Bitches, <laughs> Get It, Lego Mar Super Marple, <laughs> <laughs> Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Tokyo Tattoo Girls, Vita, I look for the review from Q, I got, about Smash or Pump. maybe me, I've already reviewed him. You're not going to play that. Fuck you, you never know. Injustice 2, PC. Finally. Uh, Knights of Valor, PS4. Antiquia, Antiquia, Lost, Nintendo Switch. Break in, Wii U. Bomber Man, Panic Bomber, Wii U. Elder Scrolls 5, Switch, Skyrim, Skyrim Switch, Switch it up. So are you going to get that? No. Okay. I have it on two consoles already. I don't think I need it. So, Skipping ahead, it's coming out on Switch and PlayStation VR, and I'm wondering which console would be more of a unique experience to play it on. Where? It's down there somewhere. Oh, Elder Scrolls Skyrim VR? Yeah. PlayStation VR. Skyrim. I would I don't it. know if I could play a 100-hour game on VR, honestly, though. No. I think it'd be a cool experience. I think it'd be a really cool experience. I don't think I What could. I wish is it if they would do something like Resident Evil... And I'll look into this. Maybe this is the case where you can play both ways. Um, like, you don't have to play Resident Evil 7, yeah. 7 in VR. You can play it on the normal screen. It'd be cool to play a little bit while, but I don't know if I would play that long. I'd want to explore in VR, but not I, do battle in VR. I wish there'd be some way I could take it on the go with this. I wish the saves files were cross-platform. That'd be sweet. Play it on the Switch a little bit. Play it in VR a little bit. Very sweet. In a perfect world. Never gonna in happen. a perfect world. Never gonna happen. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Ultra Sun 3DS. There's a whole bunch of Pokemon. Pokemon Ultra Moon 3DS, 3DS E. I get so confused when Pokemon's release all the different versions. Like, which version do you want? Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon Steelbook Dual Pack 3DS. Uh, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon Veterans Trainers in a uh, 3DS. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 PS4, Fuck Xbox yeah. One, PC. Fuck you. There's also a thing called Fuck EA and Fuck Origins on the ButtonSmashers.com that I wrote like five years ago. Uh, <laughs> you should update it. Yeah, probably. V, 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 Nintendo Switch. Literally, it's just a shitload of Vs. That's the name of the game. V, 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 Never heard of it I tried it. It's not that fun for me. The Sims 4. Xbox One. PS4. Rive Ultimate Edition Nintendo Switch. Check out our quick look on our YouTube page. Did you play it on Switch? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. 
Pokemon Ultra Sun Starter Pack 3DS. Pokemon Ultra Moon Starter Pack 3DS. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim VR PS4. We already talked about that. SGZH Schoolgirl Zombie Hunter PS4. Another potential button smash for the review. Exactly. GreenManGaming.com. Not really called that. It's no, called it's called Green Game Time Swapper Nintendo Switch. Xeno uh, Raid. Uh-huh. Nintendo Switch. And Ginger, I Have No Soul Beyond the Crystal Nintendo Switch. Sounds like a portal title. It really does. Ginger Beyond the Crystal. That's fucking weird. Anyways, guys, that's all the game releases, game news. There's some good games in there. Tech Talk. Updates. Beers. Beers. Really beer this week. Thank Very you. good beer. Yeah, of course. Um, anyways, don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show. Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast. YouTube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. Make sure you guys actually start following us because Christmas season's coming and I think we have a bigger code list than we've ever had before. Yeah. With like bigger names than we've ever had before. Cool. So, um, that type of shit will probably start rolling out sooner rather than later. So don't forget to follow us and until next week, don't forget to prime and shine and fuck Nazis. Idiot. And EA. EA is worse than Nazis. I'd rather hug a Nazi. No. I'd rather hug a Nazi, Tim. You, okay, you do that. I'll hug a Nazi. And they'll push you in the oven. You can fuck EA. They'll hug you back and push you in an oven. I might. EA will just work you to death and then release shitty DLC. And then they'll fire you. Right. And make you homeless. They won't exactly push you in an oven. That's... By the way, tattooed girls, Tokyo tattoo girls. Yeah. I guess a couple of them have a couple tattoos. There's one with a tattoo.